the justice system might as well be named injustice. It's nothing of the kind. It, it does one thing now, and that's protect the powerful from uh, the, the criminality, blatant criminality. It's, it's getting more and more obvious. It's just corruption to the core. It's, it's like Rome at the end of its days. It can't last much longer, surely. Hey, friends. Sean from SGT Report here. Thanks so much for tuning in. That was my longtime contributor and friend, Matt, from SGT Report. Friends, if you don't think that we're now a banana republic and there aren't examples of Nero fiddling while Rome burns, well, I bring you this, Representative Rosa DeLauro praising Transportation Secretary Buttigieg for development of female crash test dummies. You can't make this up. We're $32 trillion in debt, and this is what the psychos are talking about. You also plan to make important investments to uh, address the roadway safety crisis, including the critical funding that would accelerate the development. And this is an area I've I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety and crash victims. Before we start this one, just a quick word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments have made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. Now, there were three bank runs in the last month. These are the second and third largest bank runs in U.S. history. The government is claiming to be taking steps to guarantee all deposits. But the bottom line is this, more money printing. The Fed is sitting on unrealized losses of $1.2 trillion on their $8.3 trillion bond portfolio. And it looks like the Fed may continue to raise interest rates, even if that means tanking the economy. These are frightening times. But do you know who are the ones who are not afraid? The people that have invested in gold with Noble Gold Investments. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. So do your own due diligence. But I myself own precious metals. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. And if you like silver, that's an option too. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. And if you qualify, you can bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thanks so much for being here with us today for this important news roundup with my longtime contributor and friend, Matt. How are you doing today, Matt? I'm doing well, Sean. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing very well. And uh, you've assembled quite a outline today of real news, the type of news that will not be found on CNN, MSNBC, or at the Washington Post, Bezos blog. And today, guys, we're going to start with a startling expose from Whitney Webb, who has exposed Jamie Dimon and his shady Epstein connections. Before I play that clip, Matt, where would you like to start? I thought this was pretty groundbreaking information coming from Whitney Webb. The clip I saw was with her and Jimmy Dore. Uh, yeah, I, I actually saw it uh, on Redacted, I think, with Clayton Morris. Um, and she's basically alluding that the uh, essentially the US Virgin Islands uh, lawsuit is going to go ahead and uh, uh, Diamond's been called as a chief witness. And she, she's basically saying, as far as I can make out, that uh, Diamond's um, defense that he didn't know what was going on, like, like he's just one of many clients, like he's just unfortunate, you know, blah, blah. It, it, it is just blatant falsehoods because um, the same people behind Diamond are the same, exactly the same people who put Epstein in power. Um, they both knew exactly the same people. It's bordering on impossible for him to, to not have known what Epstein was up to. 
Well, that's right. And, uh, you know, I have so much trouble playing anything these days on YouTube that I found this clip on Twitter. And what she said here is really, really amazing, guys, because when you think of the New World Order, the Illuminati, the Rothschild, Rockefeller banking cartel, when you think about the Kazarian Mafia, of course, J.P. Morgan is at the top of the list, right? J.P. Morgan, Chase, Chase Bank, Rockefeller, Rockefeller Bank. So who put this man in power, Jamie Dimon? Well, organized crime. Listen to this. As I note in my article, there's two groups that are responsible for Jamie Dimon being in charge of J.P. Morgan. Uh, one of them, they're both connected to organized crime. One of them is John W. Kessler, who's Leslie Wexner's right-hand man and worked directly with Epstein on numerous occasions. This is complete documented fact. And the other person is a man named James Shine Crown, who comes from the billionaire Crown family that has run since the 60s, the weapons manufacturer General Dynamics. And his father, Lester Crown, was a close associate of Leslie Wexner since the early 90s, uh, at least. And James Shine Crown was the, the top guy at JP Morgan's risk policy committee uh, through his position on the board of directors. So all of this uh, the fact that the the top policymaking body for risk management, it was this guy at the top, you know, and then they're letting Epstein get away with all the stuff when it's flagged by middle management. The top management says, oh, no, nothing to see here. And then you have executives joking, oh, uh, Epstein's a sugar daddy. And you have Jess Staley, a top um, executive at J.P. Morgan, exchanging emails with Epstein, talking about Disney princesses, saying, uh... oh, it was nice to meet Snow White. Ooh. What character do you want to meet next? Wow. I mean, I mean, this is insane. And so when you consider the fact that the same people that created essentially Jeffrey Epstein put Jamie Dimon in, in charge of J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, it's very hard to believe that Dimon did not know what was going on, because ultimately, you know, who does he have to answer to at the end of the day? The same people that put him in his cushy job at the top of the Wall Street uh, pyramid of power. Isn't that Interesting. You know, as I've long lamented and reported on, Matt, Pedogate and Pizzagate are real. These people do traffic in children. Uh, they traffic in human beings. Human trafficking is alive and well on the southern border. It's wide open. But they have these rat lines in the U.S. Virgin Islands, Epstein Island. And what's the mainstream media do? Oh, they say Pizzagate is a online conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't, somehow don't think so. Uh, I don't know whether you also caught, um, was it John McCain's widow? Did, did you see, did you see that recently? Yeah. Was like... This was a while back. She said, we all knew. Yeah. We, yeah. That I, so I, I, About I Epstein. Was, yeah. Yeah. She, we all knew. I mean, it's like, like if you, <laughs> I just find it exasperating. It's like everybody seems to know behind the scenes. Once you actually ask them that, they knew about Epstein. It's, it wasn't a massive secret that he was trafficking g girls t to, to for shady purposes to his island to uh, presumably to uh, uh, create uh, blackmail footage. <laughs> I think mean, you know, and, and the same people that put uh, Epstein in power um, are the same people that put Diamond at the top of J.P. Morgan. It, like I, pre I presume he's he's. Actually, literally, on the, must be on the flight log somewhere to Epstein's Island. They, they they knew the same people. Well, in your outline here too, Matt, you note that there were payments made to Jean-Luc Brunel, who died in Paris under the same exact circumstances as Epstein, found yeah. dead in his cell. Yeah, yeah, he was the uh, French model who was known to Epstein, who got uh, arrested by, I think, French authorities, didn't he? Uh, and, and again, like <laughs> he was found hanged in his cell. The the the, the parallels and uh, what these people knew and were about to reveal must have been well. I mean, 
what names are, I mean, what names are they going to reveal if they just survived? Uh, well, my, my guess is probably J, JP Morgan, like Headshed, like Jamie Dimon was probably on the list. Well, and here's how we all know that this is really what sits atop the pyramid of their control system. Okay, right next to fiat funny money, blackmail in this type of sex trafficking, human trafficking, right? We know that sits at the top as a control mechanism, and it is what they use to keep these people under control, which is why when Maxwell went to trial, there was no reporting about the client list. See, they limited hangouts to protect the clients of the human and sex trafficking. That's how we know this sits atop of the pyramid of their systems of control. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the uh, justice system might as well be named injustice. It's nothing of the kind. It it's, does one thing now, and that's protect the powerful from uh, the their criminality, uh, blatant criminality. It's it's getting more and more obvious daily, I think. It's it's hard to actually um, like miss it if you're actually looking in the right places. Yeah. You note here at the end of your uh, outline under that particular news item, now we are at the end of a decades-long plan where a network of intelligence, organized crime, have created a transnational web that has killed U.S. military advantage, sold tech to enemies, and is now marching us off the cliff to war. Endless war on multiple fronts in the Ukraine with Russia, uh, in the Taiwan Strait with China. It's just a nightmare, and we have a puppet in chief who is sold out to both Russia and, in particular, China. Yeah, but by Biden, uh, Clinton, I think Clinton, when she was at the State Department, she was like uranium one. I mean, she sold loads of stuff, tech, everything like, to uh, both Russia and China, as far as I know. Uh, as far as I know, and now you're actually threatening war against these two nations. You've just sold all your tech to. It's an insane asylum. U.S. politics. It's, it's just corruption to the core. It's it's like Rome at the end of its days. It, it can't last much longer, surely. It's exactly what it is. There's treason at every turn. Everywhere we look, we see treason. And uh, the only way that we're going to save the republic is to round these people up and have military tribunals. I'm not holding my breath, although some people say that is actually happening right now. So we'll move on here. We're going to zip through the outline here today, guys. Thomas Renz, The biggest risk they're facing is their products are all mRNA gene therapy. Well, we'll talk about that. I want to play a clip because what I'm concerned about now is these demon creatures at Pfizer and at Big Pharma, they're putting their mRNA technology in the food. That's the latest thing to worry about. So even if you reject their bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, you haven't taken it, you don't want the boosters, you want nothing to do with it, they want to force inject you by putting it in the food, don't they, Matt? Yeah, this is one of the... the, I think these sort of stories have only cropped up in the last week or two, but I've I've been searching quite a lot for some of these. uh, And this is kind of one of the most worrying things I think I've seen in a long time is that you, I mean, I, I, I'm probably guilty of this as well. I thought that if they wanted to MRNA vaccinate me, I thought I had to consent to a needle in my arm. Um, Not so apparently Um, they can actually, uh, they can grow them as part it, it actually from seed uh and i think there's medicargo com- a company that's doing that and they're also injecting i think and this is tom renz's point they're injecting it uh into the swines um so this mrna technology could have actually been in the u.s food supply since about 2018 or so he's alleging isn't he or something yeah uh, this, this is scary this is very very scary because you could have been 
like subject you could have actually had it you could have actually consumed it and you wouldn't know well and one thing i just want to point out to the audience and i'll get some doctors on to talk about this i think consume look it's not good we don't want it anywhere we don't want it injected into us we don't want to consume it i'm just saying that if one were to consume this technology and eat it, the body would certainly deal with it in a different way than if it's injected right into your bloodstream, as Bill Gates likes to do to little kids. We have that famous soundbite, you know, experimental shots. We just jab it in there. We jab it right in there. He's very excited yeah. about it. So I think uh, we should play this clip here from Tom Renz, though, because this is an extremely dire situation as Big Pharma spins out of control, just like the FCC and Verizon and AT&T have spun out of control with 5G. Listen to this. In fact, right now, we've confirmed this mRNA stuff is in the food supply. We know that Merck has a product called Sequevity. They've been, been injecting mRNA into pigs since 2018. Uh, we know that they can actually make tr what's called transmissible mRNA. And what that means is that they can put this stuff in an animal so that it transmits to whoever is ingesting whatever it is that they're ingesting and uh, they become vaccinated. So they could engineer this into plants, into animals, into various mm -hmm. things. And if we don't get disclosure, if we don't you know, pass some informed consent laws, what's going to happen is, is for all you guys that stood strong and said no to these mRNA vaccines, well, you're right. going to get them anyways right through your food. Matt, as in the days of Noah, okay, when man turns his back on God, as a collective species, I don't mean you and me, but when the men in control turn their back on God, this is what we get. Experimental nonsense that is all anti-human in scope because these people are literally Luciferian. So I don't think an informed consent law is going to save us from these vampires because they do intend on killing us all. That is their goal. That is their stated goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the mRNA vaccines are putting in clots into just about everybody as far as i can see uh, and it's going into everything uh, peter mccullough i think uh put out a, a tweet uh i think a couple of days ago um suggesting the chinese had put mrna uh technology into i think packets called exosomes and they put it they put it in milk and they'd successfully vaccinated mice with it uh against a, a known bacterial disease so th th they can put it in absolutely anything and like, as we know from the mRNA clot shots, what, you know, it, it, the, the country of origin is, it, is, is, you know, murky at best. And yeah, they can, they can just, uh, like collect, do anything. You, the bio wet labs in Ukraine, they could be cooking this up. It could be going into your food supply. Like it just now it, it it's just abominable what's going on um I, I can't think of another word for it it's just like so anti-human it's almost like ineffable yeah as in the days of noah and uh i think people throughout human history have sort of always felt like they're living in the end times but i don't think we've ever had a better example of the people in control being luciferians and worshiping the dark lord and ushering in their new world order than the examples we have now and this is just another Bill Gates admits that he's forced jabbing humanity with the mRNA in the food supply. He just loves it. And the elites have been pumping the mRNA now into the meat supply, as we're learning. And now we're worried that they're going to shoot up the cattle as well, aren't we, Matt? Yep, um, everything. Uh, I think it's been found in salmon, uh, pork. Uh, I think that the I think I think the Daily Exposed broke this the other day. Um, uh, that they, uh, I think, some official. Uh, uh, cattle ranches or something said they will be putting it, mRNA technology into the into into cattle in the coming month. 
so it's, it's going to be in there whether it's labeled or not and because big pharma is fighting the bill uh to lab- label anything injected with gene therapy uh as being on the packaging uh so and they're concealing the country, country of origin so it doesn't really matter anyway they can either do it in the u.s uh, and not conceal and and just not tell you, or they can like do it in I don't know anywhere Ukraine, uh, ship you the meat and put it on your put it in your in your supermarkets. It th- this needs to be fought with just every ounce of strength you can muster. Th- this could be global. I mean, there's no, no stopping them if they can do this. Let me ask you as we look at this next news item, because here we see Bill Gates again, right? We see the World Health Organization, the United Nations. All of the evil players, right, that come to mind when you think of the New World Order. You've got the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. What do you make of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. throwing his hat into the ring to run for president? And what do you think of this idea? He and Trump teaming up with Trump taking on RFK Jr. as his vice president. Because I got to tell you, RFK Jr. is speaking all of the same truths that Trump is, and even more, especially as it relates to the mRNA, the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. And I just saw RFK Jr. give a presentation, a speech or an interview. Just last night I was watching this and he explained to people about Event 201. He said, do you know what Event 201 is? And he took people through it and he named the names and he said, this was the plan. The pandemic was part of the plan to roll out the bioweapon. He takes people through the whole thing. And it's these same names we're seeing here as the U.N. plots a giant power grab to deal with global emergencies. They want to abdicate the power and the sovereignty of nation states. And puppets like Joe Biden are more than willing to comply. So first question is the main question. Trump RFK Jr. What do you make of that ticket? Do you know what? I think that'd be fantastic. Uh, that, my my uh, in, initial reaction is is very positive to that because, like JFK uh, Junior, is is like he's an extremely knowledgeable person. Uh, I think his heart's in the right place. Every time I listen to him, I, I I just like kind of end up nodding my head and like thinking, yeah, this guy knows what's going on, um, and I think he probably knows more about what's going on with the vaccines than Trump does, um, well, and I think he could probably put Trump. Uh, on the right path here i I think it'd actually be a good idea um whether he'd want to do it i don't know but like yeah yeah no i've got no problem with that i think it'd be uh, keep keep desantis in florida so florida can remain safe i think it might be a better ticket than desantis and trump but uh the reason i bring it up is because rfk jr is not only speaking truth about event 201 and the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine he is also now on the record in multiple interviews recently talking about the assassination of jfk his uncle, who was taken out by the CIA and the assassination of RFK, his father, who was supposedly taken out by Sirhan Sirhan. And RFK Jr. knows for a fact that that is not true. There was another shooter. In the interview I saw, he identifies who that shooter probably was. And he says Sirhan Sirhan should probably be released from prison and that his father would want that too because his father would know Sirhan Sirhan was not the lone gunman. So here's my point is, is that RFK Jr. is now calling out the deep state, the CIA, and all of these elements of power that have targeted Trump. So I think it would be a brilliant ticket because then we could get some of these crazy Democrats who are really sick and tired of Biden and the whole pony show going on as they sell out the country from within. Those folks might come over and vote MAGA, right? Vote to make America great again. It's an idea whose time has come. Yeah, I think it'd be a great idea. I think many people that probably... uh, 
uh, uh, persuaded by mainstream media that like Trump's just like the second coming of Hitler. Uh, I think JFK might actually pull them all in. I mean, I, I saw a, a, um, a talk he was doing quite recently, I think, uh, where he was com- he was uh, comparing the the COVID uh, debacle to uh, the Milgram experiment. <laughs> it was like, it was like it, this guy absolutely knows what's going on. He's he's fully aware of the, the psychological impact, the what the CIA is capable and is doing, uh, what the deep state's doing, and I, th- I think him and Trump together could could like, in potentially be a, be a very good ticket uh, for America, if not the world. <laughs> well, I do too. So we'll move on here. What do you know about what's going on in Ohio? It seems to have quieted down now, but we know that the health repercussions, the effects of what happened there are going to linger on for years and years and years, and the mainstream media will just ignore it. So the EPA's chemical cover-up, where do you want to begin with this? Well, yeah, I mean, I've been watching one or two of these a a week, um, and not much is happening other than, yeah, I think one of the toxic uh, trucks tipped over uh, and trampled it all, and people were just trampling it all into the ground. And it was like 20,000 pounds of, like, toxic mud just went straight back into the water, uh, the water table. But um, from what I can gather from Ryan Christ- Christopher, who's, who's, it, it, as far as I can tell, is probably the best person covering this in alter- alternative media, certainly the one I can find. Uh, and he says basically that the um, uh, Northern Southern um, is running rings around the EPA and they're pretty much um, running the show. Uh, tests haven't been done. They haven't still, like months later, haven't tested for known chemicals um, that are in the water supply. So it's, it's you know, just a uh, an abomination of an, a, an, a, a kind of uh, investigation. And you won't be surprised to find out who the uh, top shareholders in Northern Southern are. You had yep. the same old, same but, old, right? Vanguard and BlackRock. <laughs> BlackRock and Vanguard, yeah. Maybe State Street and, yeah, State well, Street the, as well. The, yeah, but the, the, the Black BlackRock and Vanguard are also the top shareholders of the Environmental Cleaning Agency designed, uh, uh, consultants to actually go Sweet. in and who were meant to be there uh, on behalf of the consumer. But they're all owned by the same people. It, it, you're not going to get anything from from uh, you're not going to get any justice from this why anybody's still there i don't know i i i, I they're, they're still getting kids are still getting nosebleeds uh cut sore throat you know it sounds a, atrocious medical disasters out there and I, I i mean i'd be off out there as quickly as i could i don't know why anybody's still there well, listen to this. So you make a good point here about captured agencies. You mentioned the EPA. I don't know if you saw any of the uh, indictment, essentially, the hard questioning, the hardball questioning of Gary Gensler, who, in my view, is an absolute criminal. He's the head of the SEC. And the point I want to make is that, yes, I think he's a criminal, right? He's there to protect the banks and all their malfeasance. But of course he would be. He's a former Goldman Sachs banker himself, Gary Gensler. And just look no further than the Rothschild banker, in France, Macron. See, these people own everything and everybody, yep. and that's what we're up against. It is a caste system where the less than a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of 1% control the whole monopoly board, and the rest of us are just serfs in their game. Yeah, this should be becoming more and more obvious to, to uh, well, everybody, really. I mean, we, we've been aware of this growing problem for quite a while, obviously, as is your audience, but it, this is becoming more and more mainstream. 
uh, as far as I uh, as far as I can see. Yeah, it's like it's just a, a fraction of a fraction at the top that probably own sixty seventy percent of everything. Uh, and you're just getting scraps. And if you think you're going to get justice or you're going to vote in the right person, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical of that. I think, I think my, my, uh, solution to all this is just active non-compliance. Uh, educate as many people as you can as to what's going on, but just, just withdraw from the system, uh, the monetary system, the legal system. The educational system, the justice system, just to withdraw from it as much as you can. I, I don't see how, you, you know, if, if enough people do that, you can create the pressure for change. But I don't think voting for the people is, is going to solve solve much at this stage. Well, no, it's not. And that actually takes me to something else I wanted to share with you in the audience that's not in your outline, perhaps, but uh, it's very important. I joked, uh, but Joe got 81 million votes, so he has a mandate in support of his corruption, right? That might be the argument here. And you know what? I got invited over for dinner last night to a neighbor's house, friends next door, and uh, we talked a little bit about this coming election. And I made the point that it will be time to leave the country if these people steal another election. And my neighbor, who is a Republican, bumped on that because he doesn't think that the last election was stolen for whatever crazy reason. He thinks Biden actually did win because people hate Trump. That's really what he believes. And I I think it's it's fringe lunatic stuff to believe that. And I said to him without wanting to get into an argument, I said, well, just wait, though. Listen to this. Do you realize there are only roughly 134 million registered voters in America, at least in 2020? And the mainstream media openly admits that Trump got 75 million votes. Do the math on that, I said to him. What is 134 million minus 75? That leaves what? Less than 60 million votes for Biden. There's no way the man won. But he's in the White House. And here's what we're up against. An absolute crime family beholden to all of the powers in the world other than we the people. We just uh, finished reviewing the financial records in the Treasury. Uh, What I saw was over 2,000 pages of jaw-dropping information. Uh, There's basically an enterprise wrapped around Joe Biden uh, involving not only multiple family members, more than we thought there were, but other people as well. Uh, Just a complete conglomerate of LLC shell companies where money was passing through from foreign countries China, Ukraine, but many more countries than just those. There's a lot of information the American people deserve to know of the Biden family and the crimes they've been involved in. And the Oversight Committee has a much bigger investigation to do than we ever thought was possible. Um, I just saw evidence of human trafficking. Uh, This involved prostitutes, not only from here in the United States, but foreign countries. Let me pause it there and just come back to you. This makes my blood boil. Now, see, these enemies of humanity, these traitors, accuse their opposition of doing the things they do. Because remember the PP dossier? Remember them saying that, oh, Trump was in a Russian hotel and he was peed on by a Russian prostitute? A complete and total lie. Probably just like the Stormy Daniels stuff is a complete and total lie. These people accuse their enemies of what they themselves do. And, of course, the mainstream horror media ignores all of it. They won't do anything about the Biden crime family. And why? Well, we've come full circle because the powers that ought not be own everything and everybody, including the mainstream media, Matt. Yeah. Uh, and the, this uh, pattern uh, of um, you doing it and then when you're called out, you claim the other side's doing it and you just shout very loudly. Um, th- that 
is pretty much similar to the pattern of behavior uh, behavior of an abuser <laughs> if you know it's like the, the people who abuse other people uh, do ig- that exact behavior it's projection it's nothing more than projection and like yeah once you once you clued into it and what they're doing um yeah you just like whatever they accuse you of doing you can go oh i didn't know you were doing that <laughs> and you can just look and you probably find out when you're going to aren't you we know that they're human trafficking they're banking criminals we know, like whatever whatever they're accusing trump of doing they're doing themselves that's right that's what they do and so we're going to move on here to the next line item guys because none of this is great news i mean i guess the only good news from all this bad news is there is a great awakening. People are starting to understand that our nation has been captured by a Marxist, communist, globalist cabal that seeks to destroy this country. They've stated so. They're modeling essentially what the weather underground hoped they would get back in the 1970s when they got control of the U.S. government. Okay, that's what we're seeing now. So now this globalist death cult with their depop plan, they're banning rice. They're targeting rice. Half the world lives on rice. Half the world would starve immediately if they didn't have access to rice. It's not even a very nutritional food, but it's cheap and it's plentiful. And these monsters want to ban it. Matt, honestly, there's nothing that these people won't do. There's nothing. They've jumped the shark and there is nothing they won't say or do. There's no measure of evil that's too evil for them at this point. Yeah, I I can't i can't even begin to fathom the mentality of thinking banning rice is a good idea like i, I mean i live out here in thailand and like literally every meal you have it rice <laughs> it's like potatoes in in western europe it, it's just that ubiquitous it like it, if, if you ban rice you would you would kill or starve like half of asia it, overnight um yeah the, the, this was i think dreamed up by the i think the some like was it the head of the head of the food program from the U- UN was it the head of the food program from the UN? Yeah, yeah, and he was formerly from the Netherlands who who like instigate instigated the beef um, beef ban. Yeah, and he thinks it's a really really great idea uh, to combat climate change by banning rice, which somewhere around four to five billion people live on daily uh, around the globe. But you like, know what? This makes sense. Here's why this makes sense because you'll remember. At that TED Talk years ago, Bill Gates talked about having to bring these numbers down to near zero. One of them was energy consumption. One of the other metrics was population. And he laughed. Uh, And he laughed and he said at least one of these numbers, insinuating that maybe more numbers than just one, need to come down to zero. So how do you reduce energy consumption to get to their net zero wet dream in 2050? So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now, uh, that's back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. By reducing population. How do you do that? Wars. Bioweapons masquerading as vaccines. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. And eliminating food in the food supply, thereby reducing population and energy yep. consumption, bringing multiple numbers down to zero. That's their stated plan, Matt. Yeah, yeah, it's like it just feed, feeds into it, doesn't it? I mean, the, the number of uh, 
uh, was it agrifine, agrifineries that blew up. <laughs> um, then there's the fertilizer factories that started, you know, started exploding. And I think like, was it last week, a, a, a cattle farm with 10,000 cattle 18, exploded? 18,000, they say 18,000 cows, absolutely yeah. decimated by it, an explosion that looked like, almost nuclear in size. Hey friends, just a quick break and a word about our sponsor. I think most of you know that de-dollarization has begun, but most of your friends, neighbors, and colleagues probably don't. The dollar's dominance is fading by the day. China, Brazil, India, Japan, even France have announced they're moving away from dollars as the major trade unit. The writing's on the wall and these are scary times. But do you know who are the ones who are not afraid? the people that have invested in gold with Noble Gold Investments. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. So do your own due diligence. But I myself own precious metals. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. And if you like silver, that's an option too. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. And if you qualify, you can bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Yeah, and I, I can't even begin to fathom how... I mean, I've been to farms. Like, I've been to dairy farms. Not recently, obviously. But I've been to... I don't remember combustibles being part of a dairy farm. I, I, I don't know how. They'll blame it on fertilizer, right? Just yeah, like Oklahoma yeah. City. It was fertilizer in a U-Haul truck. I mean, come yeah, but on. It's, it's fertilizer in, like, solid format. It's not it, It's not like liquid liquid, liquid sugar and fertilizer and nitrates. That would explode. <laughs> but, but, like, yeah, it'd be solid, it'd be solid fertilizer. It, you, I can't expl- explain why 10,000 or 18,000 cattle would yeah. just explode. That... that <laughs> It's, I, mean, I suppose you know if you can die of turbulence if you're connected to the uh, Clintons, then you, you can cattle Gr- farms can certainly explode. Good point. That woman who died on the <laughs> private plane, nobody else on the plane injured, but she's said to have died of turbulence. It, it's just yeah. In the Clinton body list now, the body count on the Clinton death list is more than 200 people long. So that brings us to this next line item here. The peak season of satanic blood sacrifice is upon us. You know, Greg Reese does such outstanding work. Let's just play some of this and set the stage. Then we'll come back to your outline here. The act of sacrifice involves transmuting something of value into something else. When we sacrifice a stick of incense, the resin is transmuted into smoke. When we sacrifice our own time to serve others... Our selfishness is transmuted into compassion. Sacrifice is a way to demonstrate devotion and dedication to God. But the dark occultists who wield power over mankind practice an ancient form of sacrifice known as blood sacrifice. The occult is known for executing these blood sacrifices on certain calendar dates throughout the year, such as the satanic grand climax of summer, which is celebrated every year at Bohemian Grove with the cremation of care. The East Palestine train derailment occurred on February 2nd, Candlemas, a fire festival for the dark occult. The Nashville shooting occurred on the climax of Ostara, a week of sacrifice for the spring equinox. Spring is peak season for satanic blood sacrifice. And we are now at the grand climax of spring which begins on April 19th and climaxes on May 1st, the holiday known as Beltane. 
April 19th and April 20th are two of the biggest blood sacrifice dates. The Branch Davidians were massacred in Waco, Texas on April 19, 1993. 168 people were murdered in Oklahoma City on April 19, 1995, under the watchful eyes of the CIA. The idea of mass school shootings was inculcated into the minds of the public at Columbine High School on April 20, 1999. The BP oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico was on April 20, 2010. This year's April 19th and 20th are especially important to the dark occultists. We are in the middle of a three-month period that astrologers have been predicting since the end of last year, a period that began in the middle of March, which ends this June. According to the astrology, this rare culmination of events is all about a major transformation of the world's money system. And the astrology for April 19th and 20th is especially intense. There will be a solar eclipse in Aries, described as a time of societal breakdown, destruction, and rebirth. All right, we're going to pause it there. Oh my gosh. Matt, it's all so disturbing, is it not? It's just, where do we even file this? You know, sometimes it would be easier to be an ostrich with your head in the sand, much like my good neighbor. He's a very good guy. He does not see these things. He does not recognize these things we talk about. And uh, he's living an easier life than we are. Yeah, maybe. But I'd, uh, I'd, I'd kind of like rather live on my feet than die on my knees kind of uh, uh, kind of principle for me, really. Yeah. But yeah, that was a fascinating little um, uh, video by Greg. Uh, and what I, did, what I didn't realize was just how many of uh, um, U.S. history, uh, the tragic events of U.S. history, have happened on April the 19th or the 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, to completely coincide with that um, spring equinox or whatever it was he was talking about, the like the the period of uh, uh, blood sacrifice when it starts on April the nineteenth, twentieth, is like Waco, Oklahoma, Columbine. Yep, yep. <laughs> I well, didn't realize just how many of these had, had, had appeared on that exact same day. Well, look at this. Did you see this down below? AI robots, new technology revolution, ETs. Okay, so now they're unleashing the AI revolution on us with this Chat GPT stuff. Elon Musk, all these people are warning about the dangers of it. Now, of course, Elon Musk, he'll even say, well, that's ironic because he helped fund it. He literally said that to Tucker Carlson. And I guess pretty much the only card they haven't played so far, two cards left to play, are nukes going off and an E.T. invasion, aliens, right? And what did Werner Von Braun tell us? He said that would be the last card they will play. I mean, these people will stop at nothing to bring humanity to their knees. And it makes sense that they can do it because, like I said, it took five years to build the World Trade Center towers. It took less than an hour to bring them down. Yeah, it's much easier to destroy something than build something, isn't it? I mean, it's taken, uh, I don't know what, a century to build the U.S. into like the powerhouse economy of the world. But you, you you bring on the Federal Reserve and you give 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 everybody Joe Biden and it'll be over in a few months. Yeah, it's, it, this is just like a, a full on assault um uh, to just make you make you submit it's like i, th- I think um judging by that et's the et's thing um the what he was talking about there that was in that was i think an event in outer space was the one of the reasons for un intervention uh or one of the uh, reasons given by the un to intervene on uh on a global initiative um so yeah that, that, that could nicely coincide yeah 
Um, yep. with that's that, how they yeah. would get their one world government. And that's what Werner yeah. von Braun warned would happen. And so, look, I w- just a couple more notes on this and we're going to move on. But as you note here in your outline, Matt, and you're spot on, these murders, okay, Columbine, Oklahoma City bombing, Waco, Texas. I'd throw 9-11 in there, which was in September, but nonetheless, these are murders that are intricately choreographed rituals. That's what they are. They're rituals, and these people are Luciferians. Yeah, this is um, uh, uh, Greg drew drew, uh, inspiration from, I think, Michael Hoffman's book, uh, Secret Societies and the Psychological Warfare, and he said they essentially moved on from private rituals like think like you, you know the 1976 R- Rockefeller um, uh, pictures, uh, and he said they're now carrying them out uh, in full public display and have been for 20 years or so now. Yep. Um, and it's essentially used to get us used and submit and debase us. Uh, and the essential point being that apathy is essentially consent. So if you don't stand up to them and stop them, that, that, that they feel perfectly okay to uh, carry on doing it. Well, that's right. In the uh, the ritual that helped wake me up and so many others, including Richard Gage, was the 9-11 attack, September 11th, 2001. So very important item here to wrap up the show with, and that's declassified military court filing shows CIA was behind the 9-11 attacks, as I've been saying for more than a decade, as so many people have been saying for more than a decade, Alex Jones included. The CIA is behind everything that's terrible for this country, including the assassinations of John F. Kennedy, probably Martin Luther King Jr., and, of course, Robert F. Kennedy. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're up against. And God help us if these people aren't brought to justice. What do you know about this military commission, this Guantanamo military commission? It fills me with hope that there is such a thing actually happening. Now I guess we have evidence that such things Mm -hmm. are happening. What do you make of this? Yeah, this was fascinating. Certainly not one uh, along with mRNA vaccines in your food. Oh, this is one of the uh, other quite astonishing things to come out. Uh, uh, only recently, actually, um, the, uh, the declassified Guantanamo filings for the defendants uh, were um, not redacted, and somebody got hold of a copy of them, from, as I as I understand, and it uh, details a one of the uh, FBI's chief in, uh, or uh, chief investigators acting on behalf of the defendants, and what he found out was that um, two of the the alleged hijackers (laughs) um, were attended a uh, the al-qaeda training camp in malaysia 18 months before the uh, well 9-11 and uh, the cia had something called the alex station and it what it was doing was uh, trying to locate uh, and keep tabs on osama bin laden 18 months beforehand and they uh, essentially got uh, Malaysian intelligence um, to keep, you know, like, photograph and, and it, it, you know, like, do what spies do and keep track of them. And then they tracked them uh, back to the U.S. And you'd think that – and so the CIA knew these two, these, these two 18 months beforehand, attending terrorist training, al-Qaeda training camps, and let them back into the U- – let them back into the U.S. Where they to had frame much them, free right? To frame them. Yeah. The whole idea yeah, was well, to the... frame them because, look, here's the limited hangout that's taking place here still yeah. to this day. We know that Israeli spies, Mossad agents, the dancing Israelis were detained on 9-11 and they were held yeah. for something like 64 days and then quietly returned to Israel where they went on a talk show and said our purpose was to document the event. 
The men who were detained due to the report they were taping the first plane crash and then celebrating and joking about it actually went on television and admitted it was their job to record the attack. And at that point, we were taken for another round of questioning, this time related to our allegedly being members of Mossad. The fact of the matter is, we are coming from a country that experiences terror daily. Our purpose was to document the event. How could they have known about the attack? And who sent them to document it? The evidence points to a large intelligence network inside the United States that had teams on the ground, such as the ones recording the attack, and electronic surveillance teams gathering information. So, limited hangout because the Mossad will never be named in any of these. I don't care how many military commissions there are. This government is owned by Israel, and there will never be a mention of Mossad with 9-11. I guarantee it. No, pro- probably not. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, for all we know, the, these uh, documents are, are essentially slightly altered. And, and it, by when they say Saudi intelligence, what they might mean is Israeli intelligence. Um, but yeah, apparently, like the CIA set up bank accounts for these two, uh, <laughs> and then and then lost them. Um, so, and the the conclusion of that was that the FBI pretty much determined that the CIA was not trying to stop terrorist attacks but was actually trying to recruit them for terrorist attacks and that's the bombshell thing to come out of this as far as i can say as far as i'm concerned is that the fbi concluded that the cia wasn't was pretty much working against the american people uh for, you know on something precluding or prevailing for to, towards 9 11 rather yeah. than for you they that yeah. Yeah, this should this should be certainly criminally investigated now. Like, who 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 was it that was essentially keeping that information from the FBI that could have prevented it? You know, I would predict, and I'm not in the business of making predictions anymore. It's impossible. I mean, we're up against an enemy that will literally lie, cheat, steal, and murder. So how can anyone predict anything? But I really do think that if Trump and RFK Jr. got into office and surrounded themselves with patriots who were openly against the New World Order and the deep state, if they could do that, they might actually go after the real 9-11 criminals because Trump knows the official story is not true. And I would bet you a thousand bucks RFK Jr. knows that as well. He certainly knows the CIA was involved in the murder of his father and his uncle. And now I said we're going to wrap it up here, but I think it's too important not to mention this because here he is again, always rearing his ugly globalist pedophile head, Bill Gates, It's said that he's donated over $80 million to a non-governmental organization that teaches 10-year-old kids how to become sex workers and claims all people are sexual beings with sexual rights regardless of their age. The International Planned Parenthood Federation also says children are sexual, probably from birth. I don't even want to click on that, but it's interesting because you included this in your outline and you're right to do so. The World Economic Forum and the United Nations order governments to decriminalize sex with willing children friends if you think they're not coming after your children look no further than the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine they have come after your children now they're coming after the surviving children so they can have sex with them these people are pedophiles and luciferians and they worship baphomet they love it all matt anything anti-human anything that insults the dignity and beauty of god in his creation and that's children so now they're coming after the kids they are. It certainly seems like it. I mean, this is a complete inversion of any morality I've ever thought ever thought possible. Uh, 
the argument, if you can believe this, is the age of consent for children is a discriminatory concept. So when you say no, like a, a like a forty year old male being caught with a twelve year old girl, if all she if they're together, all she has to, all he has to do is says she's willing, and that's now um, going to be perfectly okay. That <laughs> you you've essentially like le- legalized paedophilia. That, which which we know is what they want to do, isn't it? I mean, was it Tom DeLope? It's like this is when he said we are going to do it. This is how. This is exactly how they were going to do it. They they are taking the age of consent away and and making incest possible as well. They, yep. they, they want to de- decriminalize incest. Which yep. leave it to Germany. Leave it yeah, to Germany, Germany yep. to go there. But Canada's probably not far behind. Canada seeks right. to criminalize parents who get in the way of their child's transition. And Washington state is on board with that as well. I would add Minnesota's not far behind. Senate Bill 5599 allows shelters to keep runaways from their parents. Here's the slippery slope into absolute pedophilia. And, you know, it was Tom DeLay who warned us about this going back almost 10 years now. I think it was about seven years ago. Tom DeLay said he saw a memo. He read a memo coming out of the Justice Department that indicated they want to fast track and legalize 12 perversions, including bestiality and sex with children. Now here we are, Matt. Yep, this this is how they're doing it. They, they, they're written, just like written in front of you. The, the the UN is is setting out to decriminalize pedophilia and incest. What does that tell you about the people that run it? Well, you uh, make a great point. And here's a point I want to make for the audience, because I realize none of this is good news. Okay, We're sharing the real news, much of which is Luciferian in nature, so thereby very disturbing. Here's the good news. And it's very important that people listen up. Everyone in the United States that still cares about children and families and borders and God and country, you need to get involved in local politics right now. School boards, dog catcher, mayor, I don't care what. Get involved now Mm -hmm. because the vacuum that has been left by those of us who are not involved has been filled with these psychotic leftists and a lot of folks employed by George Soros. So if we don't get involved right here and right now, it's game over. And I just made the point to my neighbor, too. I think it was lost on him, Matt. I said, if they steal another election in 2024, we're out of here. It's game over. I don't think there's any saving this country, and I don't think there will be much of a country left to fight for if they steal another presidential election and all the other elections in 2024. God help us, Matt. God help us. You're lucky you're offshore. I got to tell yeah, you. It's good. Yeah, that, that's why I decided to move. I could the same sort of things you see in the US. I was seeing in the UK, just like mass immigration. The the politicians just like a, a mouthpieces for like the WEO, and I just thought, no, I'm off, I'm out. But yeah, like <laughs> you you have to fight. You, yeah, the, what I mean, what other option is there? Like <laughs> these people are going to take over if you don't fight, and like you can do it, you can do it aggressively, or you can do it p- passively. You can actually just not comply. Like I, I think that's a great way. If if millions and millions and millions of people just go no, <laughs> like what are they going to do? We're, I'm you know we're going to use gold for currency. We're going to use crypto. We're, I'm just not just not going to involve myself in your legal system. Um, they can't do anything. It's just it's, so I, I think that's the way forward. But yeah, you, the, the way they're going, they're just taking straight into the pits of hell. Especially if they're going to legalize paedophilia, because yeah. I'm t- I'm telling you, if 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 
you know, any kid of mine that was ran towards a home when he was like 12 and was like a bit confused. And then the, the shelter thought it was a good idea to hide him from me and then try and put him through gender gender transition surgery yeah I mean, the people who make that decision capable, these people are capable of anything yeah. and uh and here's the thing as we round out the conversation i'm beginning to be really concerned that we are actually being invaded by chinese troops because there are young men fighting military aged men coming across the border and it is in alarming numbers that chinese nationals are coming across and we know Biden is sold out to China. He's literally a traitor. So what better way to open up our border to an invasion than an invisible one, where if and when the Chinese want to just send out the message to their troops that it's time to go live, we're not going to know where these people are. They're going to be scattered all around the nation in strategic points, I would imagine. With an open border like this and a traitor in chief, I think World War Three has begun and the American people have no clue. They have no clue that the war's begun. They have zero clue, and we're literally being invaded by the enemy. Yeah, I think the Chinese uh, was uh, caught like this. Was it just recently uh, operating an illegal police station? <laughs> so, so, so something's going on. So I don't quite, I, I can't put my finger on it. But yeah, the, the amount of, I think Michael Snyder was uh, was uh, putting out information on this as well. The amount of people, or Chinese specifically, coming across the border into America is a. a that this kind of rate is alarming. Something's going on. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I don't know whether spy, you know, spies coming in. Anything fentanyl? Uh, like, who the hell knows? But yeah, some, something's definitely going on. If those numbers are starting to skyrocket like that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just heard the other day that they're now spiking fentanyl with a tranquilizer that will make the Narcon or the Narcan not work. So right now, there's this product that if somebody is overdosing on fentanyl if they're gotten to in time they can get a nasal spray or an injection i forget which maybe both uh and that narcan will negate the effects of the fentanyl and save the person's life however now the chinese because they are waging war against our country they are spiking the fentanyl with a tranquilizer that will keep those people in that deep coma state and the narcan won't work and those people will die Look, they're telling me that they're deeply addicted. And uh, you talked about the fentanyl and meth. Right now, there's another drug that's hitting the streets. It's called Trank Fentanyl. It's a combination of xylazine, which is a horse tranquilizer, and fentanyl. And it's leading to consequences like rotting skin and flesh. And the Narcan can't reverse any of this. Yet the addicts are telling me they're so addicted, they're still willing to take their chances with their life. I, I don't, to be honest, I didn't know that. But that being, if that's true, then... Like if it was simple drug trafficking for money, why would you put that in it? Well, that's not. That's why. Like, yep, that's, that's my point. That, they are waging yeah, that, war on us, and the people that don't has, know. that has to be a deliberate act to deliberately kill people with fentanyl. That's right. So, yeah, <laughs> you, we're going to have to keep our eyes on a swivel in in the coming coming year, aren't we? Yeah, we sure are. And uh, as we round out the conversation, we're a little tight on time today, guys. So my apologies for that, but. Uh, is there any good news that we can round out the conversation with in your mind? Have you seen any good news recently at all to share? Because I don't want this just to be a bad news conversation, but it I, is the real news. That is our specialty. Sorry, it's bad, but uh, it's yeah. real. and We need to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of a mantra for us, isn't it? It's the, I'd rather put out another piece of bad news that's happening uh, and make people aware of it than I ever would give, give false hope or just ignore it. But yeah, yeah, I think so. Um I, I, anecdotally, I'd say more and more people are waking up 
uh, by the day. I mean, I just keep bumping into people now that are just uh, are talking about John Campbell or any, you know, mainstream YouTubers, but uh, Russell Brand or whatever. I, I think there's a, I, I think this global awakening is very, very real. And uh, so this, this global awakening versus the global reset, it could tip either way. It's, it's not, you know, I, uh, every time I see what these globalists are doing, I think that, that just sounds like another Hail Mary pass. It sounds like just something that we, we have to do something. We have to do so. I mean, this was all meant to be done in secret. You weren't meant to know. You were just meant to be a dumbed down animal that never really paid attention, watched the sports game and drank beer. You you weren't meant to know about CBDCs or, or mRNA vaccine. So more and more information is coming out. More and more people are waking up. And I, I think that's a really, really good thing. I, I think it, you, we're going to reach a tipping point at, at some point. Uh, and it's always the darkest before the dawn, as they say. So yeah. uh, hopefully at some point in the future, if we just keep plowing on, we keep plowing on. We, I mean, like our, our, our track record of being right is, is pretty spot on. Uh, you, you know, uh, we, we keep warning you about mRNA vaccines, like when they came out or COVID, when that came out or CBDCs or got, you know, the, the list is endless. What we keep warning about, yeah. which keeps coming into like fruition in the world a year or two later. So yeah, if, as long, we've just got to keep plowing on, keep mentioning it to people, and we're just going to keep growing the knowledge, keep growing the audience. More and more people wake up. Make sure people aren't scared to, to make their opinions known to other people. Don't sit there and say, "Oh, I'm going to look a bit odd here if I mention that." Mention it. You know, you never know who's listening and who's receptive to it. Yeah. And I think more and more people are going to wake up. And I, yeah, I think it, it, this could be a tipping point. It could go, especially if uh, Trump does pick. Uh, JFK or, or RFK, uh, and they can sort it out. That would be a great, great uh, matchup uh, to take towards the war for, against the deep state. I think. Well, yeah, it's a hail mary pass in the fourth quarter with 14 seconds left on the clock, and it would be a miracle. And I pray that but, miracle comes to pass. But one thing about your great awakening that you just mentioned, I'll back you up with one quantifiable example of that, which buoyed my spirit, and that's uh, the protesters in Paris and France. They didn't show up to just bitch and moan in front of Macron's palace or wherever the heck he lives, right? No, they went to the source of the problems. They went into BlackRock headquarters, and that really buoyed my spirit because we know that Macron, just like Biden, is a puppet. So who are the powers behind these puppets? Well, there we go, full circle. BlackRock, Vanguard, Rothschild, Rockefeller, the Windsors, House of Windsor, King Charles. Oh, my God. I, I hope the folks in the UK finally wake up, Matt. I don't know who uh, wants to be I, governed by that monster demon. By the way, he is the mind behind the Great Reset. Did you know that, King Charles? Yeah, yeah. He's right the up there with change. Klaus Schwab. Yeah, these people uh, are evil, evil, evil to the core. And we will do it, our level best every single day to expose them, Matt. I will do my very, very best every day, yes. And that's our mantra, guys. Real news 24-7 at sgtreport.com. Matt, thanks for putting together this news roundup today, and thanks for all you do, my friend. Oh, it's my pleasure, Sean, it really, and it really is. It's a genuine pleasure. All right. Well, we'll get you back on in a month, and we look forward to that. And, friends, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to visit Matt and me directly, hit us up for free every single day at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those mockingbird, mainstream media, CIA lies. God bless you and your family, friends. Bye-bye.